Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. We're talking about everything. Gariana gonna join us and get cussed the fuck out. Please do not take anything Gariana say literally. Because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I lit- most of the time I literally mean everything I say <laughs> she's not that racist I'm Y'all- not racist at all because I can't be a reverse racist cause we're- yeah let me hear that black shit I'm tired of this black shit first of all this is sociological thought yeah, I'm, this I'm is not my black intro. these are in white books cut, cut off <laughs> you guys, I Miss Pat get the fuck up. Miss Pat calls Gary a racist halfway through. You're gonna love it. Yes. Do I need to hit you with this for laugh? I'm recording my fucking podcast. Hold on for a second. <laughs> oh shit! All right, we'll be right back. Stay stay tuned after the music. <laughs> you better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real fact. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor. These are not the same lines. It's the politics. She been on the real grind. It could be pretty but ugly at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now. What you talking about? Is it real though? And cut the game, you get no play like Nintendo. You wait the time, turn it up, nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny. Full blast, this is taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone or your desktop computer. Sherry. I gotta ask you this because I'm tired of talking about it. So, what have you guys been doing in your quarantine? Me personally, I've been painting my 2600 square foot basement. Been making everybody's life terrible. She woke me up. Five o'clock. I feel you were yelling about skunks. 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 What's a skunk? I don't know. What is a skunk? Yelling about skunks at five in the morning. The covers for your. your Well, the kids broke my fucking skunks. I brought. I took off the. My God! And I woke up to that at five in the morning. I said, My God! They broke my. Then I literally had to go out and buy new lights. So I've been painting. Like you weren't gonna do that. She was. She was gonna. Do I was anyway. gonna use my old lights because they were fucking fine. I was they like, were, oh, let's go with the design I'm doing now. But um, I, for literally three weeks, I literally have been painting the basement. I mean, cause okay, what happened was I am a DIY person. I like to do DIYs. I don't cut the wood. My husband do it, but I come up with all the ideas and I get it started. But one day I go downstairs and Gary and sleep downstairs, and the, it is told the fuck up. You agree? Everybody sleep downstairs. Oh, for, first of all, I'm not going to let you put all the blame on me. Like I'm the only person downstairs. We was all downstairs doing what we had to do to survive. <laughs> <laughs> and so if it looked like the Hunger Games, it might be because it was. She just described the Walking Dead. She's downstairs. she's not wrong. Like Dion, before you got here, like I was just like, oh my god, because we had a stranger in the house. You know, I'm family now, so <laughs> oh, yeah. she'll she'll yell at the kids in front of me. But the, you know, poor Ramon in front of company. He was like in front of company, really. Right, Gariana. Poor Ramon was asleep on the floor, mm-hmm. and the trash hadn't been taken out. I mean, she came in with a broom like it was 1913. Like, get get the trash out. You rug a muffin. Get, right. <laughs> get up off my couch. Pacing them around. Yeah. It's get crazy because I could have taken out a cat drag. Because, I mean, I got a wash and fold. You see, I got laundry over here. It was way more than that. I folded it all, and I went back to paint. So the day I fucking was painting a door, and the fucking paint had been frozen. So, so all this let me, gummy let me get shit. Straight. You're mad 
that people aren't helping you live life. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. You got to do things. You're not she, servicing she said, no, 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 I had kids so you can do what I want you to do. No, I'm telling you the way my project came up is I wasn't going to do anything on this quarantine but chill. Don't watch no, she TV. Wasn't. Shop that, that's not like now, so, Is that like her? You, you, you're not even capable of doing what you <laughs> just said. She was lying. Look you at are that. not She's capable smiling. of just chilling. Chilling. You don't know what it means. When have you ever just chilled in your life Mm-mm. for three weeks? Never. Never. You at the same time. That's how I know. We well, like anyway, you are a get up, get out, and get something done type of person. Well, I went downstairs one day, uh, you know, because I never. No, go she went downstairs looking for a problem, and, and she found herself for. <laughs> don't go for your boyfriend phone unless you don't want to find something you don't want to see. <laughs> and that's what she did. She went through her I boyfriend phone. She found, some, she found some dirt she ain't want to see, and now she. Has I to mean, Gariana had not cleaned her bathroom. Her room was this. I mean, the kids had holes everywhere. I was like, oh my fucking god, who lives there? Animals. So I just threw everything out of room. I just said, come on, let's get this shit out. That day, I went to Lowe's. I said, I'm painting this motherfucker. And I was only going to paint Gary on the room. Then I painted her room. And I said, oh, this really looked good. And I said, oh, shit, I need to do the bathroom. Then I did the bathroom. I said, oh, shit, you can't do the bathroom without doing the hallway. Right. Then the next thing I know, I don't. <laughs> you can't. I don't. I don't tore the countertops down. Got painted. Have the- sex without looking at the booty hole. What? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. You don't gotta do all that. Yeah, it is. Go sit your ass down. <laughs> this did have like a, a COVID nineteen spread in the basement. It started at Gariana's room and then quickly spread to that kitchen, mm-hmm. which is a perfectly fine kitchen. Oh, I'm at Junebug room now. Oh. <laughs> no, and look, she kicked me. I wasn't in the room to begin with because my bed was broken, and then I wasn't in the bathroom either because that was broken. So I was sleeping on the couch. Now she's uplifted my couch and moved it. I got to sleep in Yolanda's room. This is a twin bed. I'm two whole people full. <laughs> well, I'm a full person. If it's a full bed, I'm a full person. This girl, her head was on my titties. Her leg was on top of my leg. I was sweating. I ain't never sweat. So it felt like I was exercising. I don't like that. I don't like to exercise. I was over here sweating last night. Then you woke me up at five in the morning talking about sconces. Then the sun want to shine. I don't like where places where the sun shine. That's weird. <laughs> I ain't seen the sun in about three weeks. I didn't even know she was out there like that. And I woke up to the sunshine. Who do that? That's nasty. <laughs> well, it, it looks really good now. So, um, shut the fuck up. I don't like the no, sun like funny. that. I take my vitamin D pills and that makes up for it. But I'm not really messing with the sun like that. Well, That's the same sun that oppressed our ancestors. That whole been there for years. Beaming down on our slave ancestors. Think about that. That's not racist. Do you, so the Shut sun up, is. Gary, the yeah, sun, I'm not gonna let you do that to the sun. The sun it. is racist. <laughs> Makes the food grow. There's some Republican <laughs> listening right now. See, they would just want to take everything from us, including the sun. So my project is going really well. This weekend, I get my uh, my my countertops and. Uh, I even let me tell you. So I got so crazy with the remodel because I love DIY shit. I love when I start watching DIY shit. I just tap every fucking thing. Literally, I've been wearing the same pair of pants for three weeks. It's just I, it looks it like you've been like it. it looks like you've been beat the hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wash my ass and I put on the same thing every day. The good part about this whole project, you, I have you don't not to clothes. That's what absorbs the shut the fuck okay. up. The good thing, the good part about this is that. I have literally not had on a bra since we quarantined. You've <laughs> never had on a bra. <laughs> like I do. I wear a bra to work. And only that. You take that thing off. And, yeah, Deanna. but I've never went. Now, don't she take that thing off as soon as she get to that room? I Deanna never know. went. If after a show you're boing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never went this long without a bra. And I'm not putting on a bra 
until she's been liberated. Yes. Until they open the economy. She's, yes. she's with the protest. When they open the lobby of Cracker Barrel, I will put on a bra. Mm-hmm. You can cr- you can trust them crackers in that barrel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I can go sit down and eat, cause I go to Lowe's every day, just titties hanging. Don't you? So, so why why would you switch back to a bra if you feel better without it? Yes. Yeah, I you're can't liberated. Like that, anything. Well, I, fair enough. But I'm talking about anywhere else. Oh, when I'm home doing a day, mm-hmm. you know, I I won't wear a bra. But if I'm when I go to work, I'm fly. Sometimes I I, I don't wear a bra. <sighs> This is the first time I've gone months without a bra. Yes, you're going to firm up them titties. You know, it actually gives you some buoyancy, but yours are at your knees. I don't know how much lift it's going to give you for real. So You know my fans don't like when you talk about me. <laughs> yes, hey. so I don't care about them. My fans love it. So- <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lehigh. <laughs> that was a great tennis So you're right saying there. she has knock-kneed titties. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Knock-kneed and they bow legged too. So <laughs> bow legged titty. <laughs> Got a floating eye. <laughs> now that might be true. So y'all know I like to shop, but I love the clearance rate, right? Right. So I said <laughs> I'm just laughing at you. I can't buy a toaster till it's on the clearance rate. They're ten dollars. I'll give fuck. We got like we got uh uh, airborne in there that's like expired because it was on the <laughs> clearance rack. I'm like, I don't think this is working. You got to take like five packs to get one <laughs> one gram of vitamin C. Just take it out. So anyway, <laughs> I go up to Value City Furniture today, right? So I said, Oh, I need to find something just for the go downstairs for the kids. That whole place is a clearance rack. It yeah. sure is. Value City. It's got the worst fucking furniture. Unless you buy what's on the floor, because what's on the floor is always better than what they deliver. Really? You. Yes. Because they try to make it look decent on the flow, but that's not what you're going to get mm-hmm. at your house. So I ended up going up there today. You know that, but you still go there? <laughs> yeah, so I really? bought a flow motor today. Kids, it's really going to be broken. So anyway, I go there, and I see all of this Christmas shit on clearance, oh. 90% off. And I said, oh, my God, I got to have that clearance shit. But I said, I got to run up to Lowe's real quick. I come back, and the white women bought all the clearance shit. I was so mad. I wanted to push Karen down. <laughs> I literally wanted to push them Karens. What down. kind of Christmas shit was it? It was a fucking Christmas trees, uh, little light up Christmas trees. The little ones they was decorative. It was all type of vase, all oh, candles, the fucking little big ass candles. All oh, they was like one hundred twenty nine dollars. It was ninety percent off. That's the type of shit I like to do. And I was like, you bitches, but I got these badass cowhow chels that was re- regular 109, and I paid $20 for them. I said, Welcome bitch, to the y'all didn't get show. these. I saw these broke-ass chairs on your Instagram. They're not broke. <laughs> they yeah, look they so bad. Fuck you, they didn't look <laughs> They look bad. like your titties knocking me. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm always on your side, Miss Pat, but... no. That was a good These deal. shares are on your Instagram? Yeah, they're on my Instagram story. They're beautiful. Can you show me? I blocked her. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. No, I didn't. I just don't know where my phone is. <laughs> I woke up early. They're, this... they're on your story? Yeah, that's what oh, I Oh, shit. Say it, Dion. Say it. These chairs look like melted Oreos. <laughs> Aren't they gorgeous? <laughs> Looks like a cow abortion. Those are ugly. <laughs> Well, they're not going to be ugly when I What are you using these for? The basement. For what on the basement? They sit at the bar. Are we having a cowboy theme? You got to change the whole entire thing now. No. These chairs are hideous. (laughs) (laughs) You just saying that now. They're not hideous. (laughs) He's looking. He keeps looking at them. I don't They literally look like somebody spilled cookies and cream ice cream all over. Mm -hmm. Watch when I finish with it. 
You know, my husband thought it was my husband thought it was hideous when I started the basement, but look at it now. Still full hit. of abused children. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Miss Pat. <laughs> Poor Miss Pat. Poor them kids. <laughs> I am a good provider. Provider, thank you. I use the right. So, word. how much more do you have to do? Uh, we're um, three weeks in now. We three weeks in. Well, um, the kitchen, the doors are going to go back up in the kitchen. The uh, granite is coming. Um, uh, Wednesday or Thursday this week and then I have to paint the trim so you know I'm not I'm 40 something years old I just can't bend over all the way around 2800 square feet so I have this mat thing that I, it went to some outdoor furniture so I literally lay on it and I slide on the floor <laughs> <laughs> like a car mechanic <laughs> 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 Please look and at she the video get of this. The whole row, because if she get up, she can't get back down. She can only get up and down one time a day. Yeah, I can't. So if she get up to go to the bathroom, that's the end this of the is it. Today. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! If you had to poop, oh no. <laughs> so I that get on the floor. Been so long, she had to get up to pee. <laughs> so I, I I lay on that flat and I just drag myself like a dog with no legs, and I paint all the trim and I do all the floor touch up and it is so pretty oh it's just like <laughs> that's what i do and i applaud you 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 yeah. you are a hard worker you're yeah. you're an innovator you see I'm, and my next project is i'm thinking i think me and my husband are gonna start this weekend we're gonna build an entertainment center because i got that his quote, idea or your idea my First. idea so i got a quote and the guy was like the guy who was here early he said four thousand dollars i was like nigga no i'm not giving you no four thousand dollars nigga no that's not what I'm gonna do. How big is this entertainment center? Uh, it's about the size of a whole wall. Like, How much entertainment do you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's she's missing. It's a it's a movie theater that's screen. Not what talking about is it that one? No. Or oh, it's for the big TV in the living room. Yeah. Oh, my daddy gonna die. <laughs> I really I really loved him, <laughs> and I miss him dearly even now. <laughs> So we're gonna. It's it's real simple. It's help. really cute. It's really simple, and so um. So how big is the TV gonna be? It's already down. There. It's like what we got a fifty inch down there. Oh, okay. Well, we're doing two different sizes, but okay. It's like a fifty or sixty some already down there for the kids. So um. Sound system. No, they don't need all that. The motherfucker already turned the TV up too loud. Be fucking so, with me. So what are you putting on this entertainment center then? Well, it's it's just pictures and stuff. We're gonna build it. I'm gonna make a um ancestral altar. Put some, put Girl, some. nobody want to hear that black what? shit. Nobody want to hear nothing about your fucking ancestors. We don't know them niggas. Wow, really? <laughs> really? Right, Mama. Black nigga, you do know. They say it was you. You do know you are one of her ancestors, right? Technically. <laughs> you talk you about are. yourself. I'm not her ancestor. Yes, you are. You came before me, you dope. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, she wouldn't be here. So <laughs> that's kind of how lineage works. Don't, don't try to explain no family trees to her. <laughs> She she barely washed roots. She don't understand. So, you're doing the entertainment center. You've already got the TV. No, I'm I'm, I'm y'all better set up, Gary. You really need to get that. Mama, you to put them down there. I told you where to put them. What is it? They downstairs. Come upstairs. Bleep this out. Bleep it. <laughs> Putting in the Patreon. How about we take a break? Yeah, we're gonna take a break. Please don't start that bullshit. Because I am doing my fucking podcast. About crafting. It's a craft cast. No wonder these kids hate me. When they see me, they get yelled at. 
No, this is how it always is. It's like it, like even if, even if Santa Claus showed up, they were gonna get yelled at. <laughs> okay, that's entertainment. So we're back. So that's my project, oh, and I fucking I like I can't I don't like to use big power tools. My husband really never showed me because if I would need some cut, he'll cut it. But I usually come up with the idea, because I'm I think I'm cheap. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, so? you don't want to buy a toaster until it's on clearance. Right. You're, you're <laughs> cheap with things that don't matter. Dollars. Dion has like five of them. <laughs> <laughs> you spent more money on fast food than you got spent on a toaster. You got Period. that right. <laughs> Period. That's, That's very true. much true. That's who, true. But I, who is cheaper, I, you or, or Garrett? Oh, Garrett. Oh, her. Really? Yes, because Pop will be cheap on things that are like meaningless. She'll be cheap on things that actually require you to spend money on it's the opposite when it comes to something important he'll spend money no you won't mm-hmm. it, only thing he, he might spe- buy equate toothpaste but he'll get you high quality anything else <laughs> he, he only buy name brand tissue <laughs> well, scotch and everything else is walmart brand yeah. i've never seen nobody eat how the fuck do you eat walmart doritos oh they're not that bad. <laughs> uh, Oreo, fake ass Oreo. First of all, Walmart. we ain't gonna disparage twist and shout like that. <laughs> if you bring out some twist and shouts, all the kids go crazy. Don't play twist and shout like that. Don't do it. I don't know why that's so funny, but uh, <laughs> that's their name. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just so funny. Twist, twist and, and shout. What <laughs> a Sam's Club brand. Don't play with them. You know, my dad used to buy that. We, we, for the life of us, we could not figure. Nobody ate this shit. My dad would buy Kaboom cereal oh. with oh, the clown on it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's fucking disgusting. It but was wick cereal. Buying this shit, I'm like nigga, nobody eats this. Nobody. We got four boxes in the goddamn pantry. Stop buying this bullshit. Nobody eats it. This is good cereal, nigga. You don't even eat it. <laughs> well, that's better than uh, the no name uh, cornflakes, and then we had to. Use, we didn't have milk. So we put water on all with sugar. Ugh. And when it's the tea. <laughs> 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 we used, why you, I don't trust your wh- cooking because you just eat anything. <laughs> you hear that? I didn't have a fucking choice. But we didn't my mama didn't buy milk. So she would literally go into like the pantries, uh the church pantries and get cereal. And I'm like, why are you getting cereal? We don't fucking have milk. And then we tried that powder milk like one time. And in my mind, a cell said, You ain't that poor. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, just use water. And so we just started using water on our cereal. You ain't that poor. <laughs> yeah. We just started using water. You never ate your cereal with water? Nigga, no. I'm like so intolerant. I don't drink milk. Do you use water? I use almond milk. Water and cereal is the most disgusting, disgusting. thing I can think of. And y'all stay pregnant. You just, all you have to do is pop out a titty. See, you ain't trying to solve your own problems. <laughs> I'm not eating no titty milk cereal. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I got new Crazy tips. rabbit, that's for kids. This <laughs> 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 oh, have a titty milk favorite uh, cereal for children. No, thank you. It's good. Iron. I There's... Water and cereal <laughs> is such a bad... Like, if you're going to do the powdered milk, then you have to mix that with water. Right. So, mm. why not just... It just didn't taste good, so when we... we You can't tell me water and cereal tastes any worse or better. Guys, um, There's four kids in the corner. Um, 
I, I don't remember. I just remember that's how we used to eat our cereal. And we didn't eat a lot of cereal because my mama didn't spend her food stamps on cereal. My mama cooked every fucking day. Well, Monday through Thursday. And then on, on the weekend, you probably fend for yourself. And then she was sober on Sunday, you would get a Sunday meal. If not, we would go to the church and run a scheme. But, um, we, you know, <laughs> but she would cook like butter beans. And I think that I don't like beans now. Like, I can't eat a lot. Like, my brother used to love butter beans. You know yeah. butter beans is? Mm-hmm. And we would, sometimes we would have no, nothing but the fat back out of the butter bean because that's what she cooked to me. And he would get so fucking excited. When I ever told you this story, he would get so excited when he'd get butter bean, he would hit a split. And he would just dance. He would pour a shit ton of ketchup on them. And so I can't eat butter beans. I don't fucking want no butter beans. My mama cooked beans every fucking day. And I remember she used to cook them with like a pig necks. Uh, uh, pigtails, pigtails, the tail from the pig. Just Dion's face when you said pig neck. Like that's so out of the way poor. Like <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is out of the way like, poor? You're just going the extra mile to be poor. Like yeah, pigtails. Like you got to work to go find pigtails. Yeah. Like, I don't what, even what, know. You know, that's it's too dumb because in the south, that's just everywhere. I guess up north is different. Yeah. Where, what what store were you going? I don't know where the fuck. It used I would to be even. called the Kerr Market. It's like the farmers market downtown by Greater Memorial Hospital in there. And that's where we would get them from. That's when she got her chicken ass at by the pound. And <laughs> <laughs> chicken feet. That's where she got her chicken ass by the pound. <laughs> Fuck you laughing at Fuck is you laughing at You think they sell chicken ass by the piece? Nah, nigga, that chicken got fat ass. We gonna cut this bitch up and sell it by the pound. <laughs> <laughs> and you only supposed to use those to like make broth out of. Nobody's actually supposed to eat it. Come here, guys. They only get sold to make broth and stuff out but of. But you there wasn't like a grocery store or like a dollar general. Yeah, the general? grocery store. Yeah, the, the grocery store. No, there was no dollar general back then. Uh it was uh Piggly Wiggly. We would go to like the farmers market, Piggly Wiggly. Um um I love Piggly. All those grocery stores. You know, this is yeah. before uh, the big store before Walmart mm. was no Walmart back then. Yeah, I mean when we were kids, sunshine. Walmart. I remember Daryl taking. I remember my kid's father taking me to uh, shopping one time, and um, we had to. Uh, oh, I just thought he loved me, y'all. So he took me. I don't know if I told y'all this story, but he took me to Sunshine, which is equivalent to the dollar store now. He bought you those shoes. Yeah, he bought me them jelly shoes and them red shorts and he spent $2 and gave them to me in two different bags and I felt <laughs> like I had been shopping. I was like, he loved me. He took me shopping. So you would go, you know, places like that, Kroger was always around, but you, you know, poor people, or lower income people went more to like uh, Wayfield and shit like that. I never went, I'm trying to think, like we, my mom would go to Cubs like she would bounce around. She would never go to the same grocery store. Every- so you didn't go to Cubs unless you had some money or some food stamps. And my mama was the type of person that when she made her food stamp stretch for five kids, like at least for 24 days. So you didn't go to the grocery store every week? No, we got food stamps. And we didn't have a car, so we walked. Yeah. How we was the people our- who stole the buggy and parked it in the yard. That was one of our chores. Like, Friday, you know, you was going to have to take all the groceries out the car. Like, that was mm-hmm. every... Well, your mom and dad had a job. You know, on the yeah. third, on the third, your mom would get a food stamp on the 15th. You know, you're going to take all the groceries out of the car. Did you? 
And my mama didn't just buy. I was just telling somebody this. I think I was talking to you. My mama just didn't. Back in those days when you got welfare mm-hmm. and food stamps, you didn't. You could buy seeds. Yeah. You can't. Uh, people don't do it anymore. You could take your welfare food stamps. Mm-hmm. Take your food stamps, and you could literally buy seeds with the with the food stamps. Mm. My mama would buy seeds and plant them motherfuckers. Because she had a garden. Yeah. So you would look out back, nigga. We got to go out there and pick 12 heads of cabbage and shit. Like, I hate this mother. And I, and I know I told this story a hundred times. When it didn't rain, she would make us put all those nails in the tree. Because she thought if you put nails in the tree, it was going to rain. And then she used to blame it on her. Your bitches ain't doing it right. You, you ain't putting the nails in the tree right. It ain't rain. I'm like, bitch, the nail is in the tree. How does that happen? It was so many nails in the tree, the fucking tree died. What did, did your how did your mom make money? <coughs> welfare. I'll say, okay, listen to this. So you gotta look at it like this. She used her welfare right though. You gotta she, look at it like this. She, My mom was born in nineteen forty nine. She me. had her first child when she was thirteen, like twelve or thirteen by an older man like me. Yeah. Uneducated in the ghetto. When I tell you, I've never, now I be fucking up when I be reading. No, I don't know something. Thank God I got educated kid. Well, my mom was plum dumb. She couldn't read nothing on the mail but her fucking name. Literally, we be sitting there really young trying to translate for this lady. When I tell you, she, she, she say she dropped out of school in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. She was born in 19. 19- so back in those days, you got to remember the times that she was coming up in. Right. She had those kids really young. She she was in, a, in and out of abusive relationship her whole fucking life. So and I used to like hate her for because of what she, because of the thing that happened to me. But then I had to realize she she on she she only had me what she was what she had been handed. Right. So but she was like. I've never met anybody as dumb as my mama. No, because she was smart. Like, look, she she might not be able to read or whatever, but she was smart because she planted fruits and vegetables. She tried to get herself the best deal. She was smart in other ways. Yeah, I don't equate liter like in her situation illiteracy. Was she? I never. I can say this. I'm, my mama never had a job. I can never remember my mama having a job. And let me say one of the reasons why, guys, because we lived in some housing project, and her and the security guard got to fighting at this housing housing project. And she, I told you this before. And she, he hit her back up against the wall or some kind of way, and he fucked her spine up. So that was one of the reasons why I always picked. So she couldn't. She was. She was. And she was I'm, a disabled veteran. See, look, you talking about <laughs> people who serve your community. Think about that. But was she dumb? Like. Or was she just like Ill- when you say she couldn't she, read? It was illiterate. I don't equate that. She had survival skills like me. She just could. She just couldn't read the newspaper and stuff like that. Like when she got that lawsuit for um for the security guard hurting her and they put us out the project. The lawyer literally took all her money. She wasn't dumb. She was uneducated. She There's was a uneducated. huge difference between mm-hmm. being dumb. incapable of learning versus just not knowing what you need to learn. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So with that, you know, she had five kids and she didn't know anything about school. She couldn't help us. But when she was when she wasn't drunk, I can say this. We always had a place to stay. We got evicted a lot, but we moved. We got evicted together. She always cool. <laughs> she kept this Like that was an together. option to get evicted apart. What? Nigga, you were four years old. Patricia, now you stay here. You don't got to go. What? <laughs> I've read, read Rabbit. Uh, I'm we not were evicted ruling it together. out. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had to stop you there. That's ridiculous. <laughs> 
She kept this family together from apartment to apartment. We we always we lived were, in houses. We never lived in an apartment. Ooh. But we 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 lived in a bluff, a place called the Bluff. It's a documentary on it. It got hit with heroin, heroin really bad after we moved out. But um, we just moved around in the neighborhood. Literally, yeah. we get evicted from one house and we'll move into another house. I remember uh, I told you we moved into a place that she, my mama had a, a thing. You either want lights or gas. So a lot of times we never had gas. So we always boiled our water to take a bath. And it ain't nothing like boiling your water and filling up that tub with that hot ass water and then another nigga jumping your hot water. <laughs> <laughs> you would think you would lock the bathroom door. To... So you standing over the hot plate trying to heat up your next pot and you get a half full and then your brother go in there and jump your dirty motherfucker. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, that's how I grew up. Like I, I grew up, um, we never like had a, we always lived in like a, maybe a one or two bedroom house or two one or two bedroom houses, because that's what it was back in those days. Like the house we had with the fireplace. Now that I look back at the house, I don't know where the room was. Because I remember living in a duplex that was considered a one bedroom, but the kitchen was so big, like my kitchen, she hung a sheet up to make a room out of half for the kitchen. And in the daytime, you had to take the sheet down so it could be the whole kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, you know, that's just how we grew up. Roaches and being with that. I mean, you don't really know you poor when you coming up until somebody say you poor. Right. So you happen to watch TV and say, what the fuck is going on over there? Yeah, Them niggas got meat you, and bread. It hits you hard when you find out how poor you are. It did. It really did. It hit me really. I was like, oh. At first, I used to get I used, I used to get really mad. Like, I was like, why would she get all these food steps and feed us chicken ass? That's a good question. Yeah. Because, you know, like, we used to go to the crew. I don't know. We used to go to the curb market. And after the curb market closed, we would dig in the trash can and get food out. Because they would throw away, you know, the bread. And it don't be bad. It might be inspired. Yeah. Or the cabbage might be brown on one side. She cut it off and cooked the other part. That's good. So. <laughs> the bacteria does not travel. Yeah. Not Restaurants right. still do that. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah they do that so, all the time. So, you know, that's how I grew up. I think that's why I, I get so mad, like, at them, my kids. Because, I mean, you look at my kids. They some bitches. What? Uh, they're like, uh, can, can I order Grubhub? Uh, can I order this? Uh, uh, where's your car? I only do DoorDash. That's how I know she's lying. She's making up stories. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and so you look at my kids and then they, they, they like, when I said I went downstairs and did they ba- the basement, I would have died to live in a house like this when I was little. Yeah. You're mad at them for and the we're life. Dying you, because we live here. <laughs> you you gave you worked hard to give them the life you never had. I and know. of course you're gonna be mad. I, and then you know, like they just tap your furniture and they they don't they take advantage of shit and they just Did you ever tear up any furniture that your mom had? They ain't had nothing but a bucket. Didn't you see her life story? <laughs> they had one bucket they all share. Yeah, what he kind ain't of even paying attention? What kind of furniture and stuff did you have in the house? Um we always got our furniture when the next when the next person got put out. So you wait on somebody to get evicted, and you run over there and grab their shit and put it in your house. <laughs> That's a recipe. For like y'all folks. just waiting behind the corner. Uh, they got the notice on their door. <laughs> Four more hours, we get everything. In no, twenty something day, we gonna get all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, nothing. I remember the sofa that I laid on that saved my life when I told y'all the story about the roaches got all over me. Did you ever rob the pizza man? No, nigga, we robbed nobody. Well, no, well, where I lived at, it was do not deliver pizza to that. Community. <laughs> they already knew what it was. Yeah, when when did you find the cash to order pizza, Dion? Yeah, we right. have no fucking cash. Or we eat. they're buying chicken ass by the LBs. I, she just said she didn't have no like uh, out outtaking or takeout until she was like twenty eight or something like that. No, I, I got I, when I start when I became a uh, drug dealer. I went to this mall in Atlanta. It was Greenbrier Mall, and I was shopping, and I was like, "What's that fucking chick?" Fila. <laughs> what the fuck is that? And then, like, the heavens opened, the pearly gates parted. <laughs> the cholesterol never I been low. I thought it was chicken fila. You know, chicken like. fila. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible basketball no, shoe. No, fila's right. out here making chicken. Y'all didn't know. The streets are hip. <laughs> I thought it was chicken fila. So my friend who I was with, I was like, let's get something. She said, she said, I'm going to eat that, but them bougie ass. Because green is what black people shot, right? But it's like, it was more like the upper class black people back when I was selling drugs. My friend was like, tell them I eat that shit with bougie ass niggas. And everybody in line looked like they had some money. She's like, that shit too high, bitch. Let me go to church. So I said, nah, I want to try this shit here. And so, because I got drug dealing money. We going to the club. Nigga. <laughs> I didn't even know how to order. I said, what did everybody order? <laughs> and the girl was like, you want a chicken sandwich? I was like, I guess. <laughs> I said, what you got to drink? Well, we got lemonade. We make it. I said, give it to me. I tried that shit. I said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I ain't never ate church. <laughs> I love church. <laughs> and people like that shit too high. I don't give a fuck, nigga. You got turned out by Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> a whole new world. Because right. we used to shop all the time. Like we used to shop before we went to the comedy. I mean, not the comedy club. Before we went out to the the clubs. And I never. They had a store in Greenbrier Mall called Horn Shoe Store. So it's it's so all the riding boots. I told y'all about the riding boots. That's black when all oh, my everybody was fucking old men's about them riding boots. <laughs> Cause Ryan Boots was like what? Ryan Boots was like one hundred fifty dollars in the eighties, right? And it's the boots that you see white people with the horse on, but black people turn them fashions, so they tied up in his front and they call riding boots. But you really couldn't afford it because they was they were like one hundred fifty dollars. And then at that time, they only came in a cream and a brown pair. And this place in Greenbrier Mall called Horn Shoe Store used to sell them. Nigga, I had a light man, right? And the light man who used to check my meter, he liked me. Oh, he was the most ugly thing I ever seen in my life. And uh, he took me to Taco Bell one day, and he was like, what you want? I'm like, I don't know about no damn Taco Bell. He said, well, get a Supreme. I was like, what the fuck is a Supreme? That's when I discovered sour cream. (laughs) (laughs) A whole new world. (laughs) I was like, what's this She discovered sour cream. (laughs) She's the Columbus of sour cream. (laughs) For real. Okay. <laughs> I had never had sour cream. And so I was like, what this why she's a sauce? It's pretty good on a taco. <laughs> so I just killed buying Taco Bell after that. And so I wanted some riding boots. He's like, oh, he's so pretty. You so pretty. And so he bought me some riding boots. And so he wanted me. So I said, I got to sleep with this ugly ass man for $150. Did you? 
So look, we go to the hotel. Cause at this time, the man had been spending all his money. He was really nice buying my baby pepper. And then I think I'm like 15, cause I didn't even have not oh kill. God. And so, but he didn't know how old I was. And he said, You really don't want to do that? I said, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have hit you with, but I make sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He told me home. Look, but, that's a consent. That's a king. Look at that. Yeah, legit. Whoa. We finally found. It took 70 episodes, but we finally we found, found the found man, good man that wouldn't exploit you as a child. It's really <laughs> he amazing. But he kid. continued to read my meter wrong. He would read my light meter wrong. And he always gave me money. And he said, when you when you attracted to me, let me know. I was like, it ain't going to be near. <laughs> <laughs> said, well, nigga, when you stop turning these lights on, you'll be fine in the dark. <laughs> oh, man. He, used to tell, he taught me to red lobster. He would take me out to eat, and he was just so ugly to me. He was, I can see him now. I, I, I hope he ain't dead. He was tall, kind of fat, with a jerry curl, a long jerry curl on his shoulder. Oh, I'm picturing Pinky from Friday. You know who I'm picturing? You know the uh, guy from uh, Coming to America? Well, it was like Chocolate. Oh, Randy Watson? <laughs> yeah, come on, look. Yeah, I was he's thinking like Randy Watson. Charlie Murphy in the, in the Rick James skit. <laughs> now, is there any way that this guy came to your house and didn't know you were 15, though? Like, that guy knew that no, you had to be didn't know I, A lot of people, I was big breasted. A lot of people, I never talked like a kid. Because really? the survivor had to kick in so soon, I already yeah. had a baby. And um, so my mama used to always say, won't you date him? I'm like, bitch, won't you date him? You like you went to school with him. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my ex was treating me like shit. She's like, that's a good man. I said, well, you can have him. So he would literally come over and bring Ashley stuff, but... I just, I was not attracted to him yeah. like that. And he never really forced me, but he would come by. He was married too, so he would come by and take me out to eat. And yeah, I knew that he was too good to be true. Like, yeah. yeah. I think he was married. I, I don't know. I, I think he was married. I think he told me he was married. But, but like, uh, he would put me in the Georgia Power truck and take me up to Taco Bell. I'm glad Bell. he wasn't a child rapist, but. <laughs> I'd have beat his ass. Mm-hmm. There's so few good men in these stories. You got to lash on to the few that there. Yeah, but he was a nice guy. He, you know, he was a nice guy. He bought me some riding boots and and thank Didn't God. Make you fuck him for him? I know. <laughs> he bought me the good one too. The blue ones that just came. He out. showed you sour cream. This guy's <laughs> and red lobster. You forgot about that. And Cheddar Bay biscuits. When I listen back to these around the world, <laughs> I love listening back to these because there's a piece of Miss Pat that's so innocent. And like, and and you know, it always starts off, and you know, it's going to be that childlike Miss Pat when she, <laughs> like, she starts the story, stops, and goes, <laughs> uh, yeah. "There's a heh," and then you just like, I don't know, you, when you tell these stories, it's not sad. Like you're reminiscing in a way that's like, he was a nice guy, you know? He like, was a nice yeah. guy. He, he really was a light man. Every now and then, he crossed my mind. I said, like, "What old light man?" I always, I don't even know his name. I always call him the light man. Because <laughs> I met him checking my meter, he was gonna cut my lights off, and I was like, I really don't have it. And then he said, Well, um, but you did have it, right? I had no money. I wasn't even a drug dealer. I had, okay. I had moved. I had, I had, I had Ashley got on welfare and moved into my own place and thought I could pay my rent, and all they was giving me was two hundred thirty-five dollars. So uh, my mama ended up moving in with me there, helping me pay the rent. It was a two-bedroom. Then after that, um, where was your sister living there? She was living there too with her baby, 
and then and my brother was there. My brothers and one of my brother, I can hardly remember. My oldest brother, Bo, he was always either in jail or gone. It's like Bo was so young. He probably was 16 years old and moved in with a 20-some-year-old lady who already had like five kids. And then he ended up having like two babies by her. Jesus. Is that his wife now? No, she did. I'll be talking to my nieces and nephews on Instagram. And um, so when he had those kids, then he had another baby by another girl, and then he just kind of like disappeared. He like he would come, oh, he would come back to the house, and he probably was seventeen. And I I don't know why this image of him sticks in my head, but back in the day at the Omni, if you're from Atlanta, you know what I'm talking about, which is fucking was the Georgia Dome, Nancy Mercedes Benz Stadium. You could literally, uh swim you could i mean not swim you could ice skate inside of there and he took me ice skating my brother could ice skate his ass off and that's all i remember him taking me ice skating every now and then and he bought me a burger and i remember him taking me to see the most inappropriate shit ever purple rain he took me to see purple rain rain? back in those you know prince was crazy in purple rain but he took me to see purple rain at the rialto theater that's that's how far this go back this is the early 80s and so he was like everything to me and then he just disappeared Mm. so how does this work with your abandonment issues let's unpack it no i mean you know like he 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 turned into he got on drugs Mm. and and, you know, he's my oldest brother. He's biracial. He's really biracial. And he just, he turned into, to he turned into somebody that I didn't know. Which, he, be, he like, he would, he would imitate the police. He would, he, he would. What? He would imitate. Is that the right word? Pretend like, so he would be. act like the police? Pretend to be, yeah. It, it, I don't think that they were laughing at the imitate. The word imitate. Oh. They were laughing at him imitating. Like, yeah, like what? That? That's yeah, he would walk up on people, let me search, and then steal their wallets and shit out their pockets, playing like you the police and you know the regular police. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds I mean, right. he would fucking. <laughs> he should have joined the academy. Right. He was doing all kind of shit. Like he would use my stepdaddy name, and then he got on drugs. And then when when I when I uh, got with your daddy and we moved in our place, he came over and stole his watch one time. And I'm like, I'm sick of trying to have a fucking family with these niggas. I am sick. Then Maypop stole Gary necklace. I said, I am sick of these fucking nigga ass family members I got. And so, you know, we all just went our own separate ways. My brother Ant went his separate way. My brother Tony. Hey, I'm on. I'm podcasting. My brother Tony is um. He's something wrong with him. That you know. He's slow. Yeah, he is slow. He came over to the house one time. He was playing pool with my husband, and he said, "You know." Whitney Houston get her dope for me. I said, <laughs> you remember that, Carolyn? Whitney and Bobby get they dope for me. I said, Tony, shut the fuck up. You don't know no motherfucking Whitney and Bobby. But that's how he go off. He be fantasizing like he famous and shit. Yeah, I only remember your brother one time because I think you said like he had like HIV and I and you were like, do your girlfriend know? And she was, he was like, that's none of her business. I said, who is this man? It no. was my first time ever meeting no, 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 him. No. I was like, ten. No, he, he shut the I fuck up. I was like, what is wrong with you? It's just, it's just looking. Gary Art is so smart that even at ten, she's like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, no, that should be illegal. No, my my brother do have HIV. I don't know why you brought this up, but. I'm sorry, but that was like the first. So he had HIV, and um, 
um, I don't know where he got it from. Most people don't know where they got it from. So I, he had a girlfriend. So I said, do your girlfriend know you got HIV? And he said, baby. She said, what? He said, don't you know I got that shit? She said, yeah. I said, what the fuck? And she was like, she I, in my head, I remember it so vividly. I was like, she got to be like 26. No. Like she was young looking no, like 23 she, and she had he a was baby. Young. He got it really young, but he's healthy. No, no, no. Well, he's I didn't think when he was young. She knew, she knew, she knew he had it. He told but he called it, don't you know I got that shit? And she said, yeah, I know you got that shit. And I was like, what kind of shit is this? <laughs> so, love. Yeah, that's love. Uh, he ain't with her no more. Yeah. I don't know. Last I heard, his girlfriend was beating him up at the train station. You know, sometimes some people because he ain't tell her. See, look at that. He's, never mind. He's I, don't, I don't even have anything to say. Uh, yeah, like what? Who goes to the train station to get their ass whooped? You, you don't go there. This is how it ends. My brother just uh, my that that's my uh, me me and my younger brother are much closer. But that brother, I don't know. He's just crazy now. And he, like, if I give him my phone number, he would literally call me ten times. They said, "Why you didn't call me?" Yet, <laughs> I'm like, I don't have shit to talk to you about. Sounds like me when you call. <laughs> <Why? laughs> you like, why you? I don't have nothing to talk. I have literally been doing. Don't nothing. she call you about six times a day? <laughs> and for what? Always when she' about to eat. Mm-hmm. What she do? What she do the other day? Oh, the, she was at Wendy's. <laughs> I answered the phone. She's yelling. The, Shut the fuck up! What y'all want to eat? <laughs> fuck you, dear. <laughs> this is the kick of no <laughs> She goes, "I ain't eating." I go, nigga, you just ordered food. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> no, because you know. She's going to be eating. <laughs> she was. I can hear her chewing. <laughs> he the only motherfucker that can hear me chewing. No. I can hear you chewing. I just they don't They can care. hear you chewing from space. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's because you only chew with them front five teeth. And so, I, I, I. well, got to have my, t- I like eating and talking on the phone. Dion, you just suck ass. You, <laughs> you, you, what I do in the comfort of my own home sucks is none ass. of your business. You sucks <laughs> that took the shit out of me. <laughs> you suck ass, Dion. I can it's, it's the I can't. The, the, Some people uh, don't like that. I, it drives me. It's like nails on a chalkboard. It probably because you got small eels. Yeah. It's no. not just you. If I hear anybody chewing, yeah, like, some people don't just, like that. It drives me insane. Like it's almost, your small I'll be ears. To, it's your small ears, Dion. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I almost tried to like hit Garrett because of it. And then I grew out of it. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is because you got baby ears. <laughs> but I grew out of it. There, I just don't like to hear people There are big smack. eared motherfuckers in the group who <laughs> have the same problem I do. <laughs> you ain't gonna be disrespecting my ears. Anybody who with big ears in the went group. to the hospital to see why your ears didn't grow? <laughs> my mom has small ears. I have my mom. Are his ears small? Are yes. mine small? No, no, it no. looks like a regular ear. I've never seen grown people ears. <laughs> Seriously, your ears are the same size as mine. I know. Nigga, no, they not. Yes, they are. Saisha, the... come here, Saisha. Them are Saisha ear. Saisha ears bigger than yours. Pull your head scarf back. 
she's like you're what, them Saisha ears you got on your head. You do kind of have six, six year old. You have six year old ears. <laughs> yeah, well, I got thirty five year old dick. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> go go away, Saisha. <laughs> <laughs> I've never in my life seen nobody with no ears. You never noticed them. No, I've never been able to look at it. Like what am I supposed small. to do? Hold my breath and blow? I, I can't to make my ears bigger. I can't stop staring now. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get like an ear enlargement. Surgery. You know, there's like ear reduction surgeries. <laughs> so somebody- I'd rather have small ears than them giant ass, keep on growing ass old white man ears that y'all be having. Hey. My ears, my Is ears are work? perfectly normal. You gonna have hair growing out of them every? Oh, I already day. do. Oh, you ne- if you have hair growing out, of your I'm ears. never gonna have hair growing out. No, of you, you no, no, you would not. You would not. I can't believe you never. You don't pay attention to shit. That's how white people get killed. <laughs> I, I, I just, by not looking at my ears, I, he's gonna die. <laughs> I look at Dion's eyes, and when he talks, sometimes his mouth, but that's it. Do you do you count all the X's and how many people are in a room? Because I do that all the time. Yeah. I count all the Essex and I count everybody in the room. I even do it in movie theaters. And I hate when people show up late because they be messing up my count. I'm like, somebody just went outside and go to the bathroom. And then this person's coming in. I can't really see them. So is this the same amount of people as last time or are they messing up my count? I, I don't do the count like that, but I have spatial awareness of like, all right, if one of these people is white and crazy. Then, mm. then I know how to get out of That's here. That's what my daddy always taught me. He said, count everybody in the room. I don't ever sit with my back to the entrance it, of a restaurant. Oh, me either. Uh-uh. I don't like when people are behind me. Like, the kids are like, oh, I know I can't be behind you, and I can only stand to the right of you. I, you cannot stand to the left I of me. I definitely don't it like people hovering over me either. Like, Do if you, I'm sitting down and you're st- like, get away from why are you standing? I don't, that shit drives me insane. I always sit with my back to a wall, or I, I don't like to feel exposed. I don't like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I won't go to a restaurant like that either, you, where you can walk in the door and shoot me in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Like Abraham Lincoln, I was afraid to get assassinated. <laughs> Come and say shit. I saw that story when I was 10 years old. I said, This makes sense, not me. They did that man dirty. They did him so dirty. Who? Abraham Lincoln. Is he the one with wooden teeth? No, that was George Washington. He he didn't have wooden teeth, he had slave teeth, but they made it cute for the books. (laughs) What you mean, slave teeth? He took teeth from his slaves, you know, like your teeth? And he put them in his mouth. And he had like a whole like mouthpiece made out of slave teeth. It was not wood. He just but it took was, the slave teeth? Yes, mama. He yanked them out. You, you see your pretty teeth right there? Gone. Okay, baby. How would they... I think they'd get brittle and die, though. Huh? Like, if you're taking teeth out of people, like, don't they have to be plugged in or something? I don't know. I th- get your hand off my shit. I don't know, but he would uh, re-up on the teeth like every five years. Re-up. That, and, I, and I'm serious. Re-up. Yeah. And so there was like this one group of slave people. They had some good teeth. So he'd be like, hmm, I'm plotting on a girl when she get older. Like, so he'd be, <laughs> he'd be looking at this one slave family. Where did you hear this? Huh? Where did you read this at? Uh... I read this in the book a long time ago. I've been like, to, you can Google it. I've it's been to Mount Vernon, and they, there were wooden teeth, but like there were like teeth, teeth in the teeth, yeah. Teeth. I yeah. went to Mount Vernon too. I was like, man, fuck this entire place. I hope it burns down. Mm, These fucking Vernon. people walking around this goddamn slave plantation <laughs> with fucking smiles on their faces, like this is a cool place. Isn't it cool that the president lived here? Like, fuck this place. He was an asshole. He was a shitty human being. And y'all walking around here like this nigga was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Fuck George Washington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Raggedy piece of shit. Uh, I was 
I was like, I do not want to go to this. <laughs> but I was on one of those tours. Like, what you, is Mount Vernon? <laughs> it's, it's where is he it, lived. No, no. But is that like in Washington? Yeah. It's kind of outside. Yeah, it's south oh, of it. See, I know. Man, I never had a they're like, this is where his slaves live. I'm like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> right. <laughs> this isn't cool. I'm not happy about this. Does this feel like home to you? <laughs> Screw this entire plantation. I hope all of it catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would not for- feel bad at all if it burnt all to the ground. One, like, one they still like had... They still had the the structures, and there, there's black people working. What there. I'm is like, Mount Vernon? Niggas ain't. That's Mount Vernon was his uh, house. Where is it located? Uh, he they say yeah. in, Washington. in Washington. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a field trip. Did you did you not go I on like the seventh not. grade field trip to? Did you go on the, like a school field trip? No, I went as oh, an you adult. Mean playing field? Yeah, um, like sixth grade. They always took I, us to DC. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. I said overnight. We couldn't afford to go. I wanted to go, but we couldn't afford to go. Overnight in a room with white people, I was like, no. We're not going to bring your racism on this podcast. First anymore. of all, I'm not being racist. I just well, did not want to be overnight. Because they were white. Now, now, Christopher, you went to the same school I went to. Yeah. Were they white? You guys increased the black population of this town by like 50%. Oh, 50%. It was me and Garrett. <laughs> yeah. And it was all, and I knew I had to get paired up with one, with one of them girls. I did not like any of them. Well, then why don't you just say girl? Why you got to say skin color? White. Why you got to be white? I mean, I'm why you got to say Why they got to be white? I don't know why I'm they got to be white. Because Chris, people why you got to be white? Why you got to put a race in there? Just say you didn't like the people. White. It's, it's dirty niggas too, you know. I'm not, I didn't go to school with no Negroes. I went to school with whites. So, but you don't have to say whites. They were white. <laughs> but you don't have to this say that. This is descriptive. It's like saying tall, white. No, you just say you you didn't want to be in the room with them hoes, or you didn't want to be in the room with them cunts. I didn't want to be in there because they were white. Well, that's so, racist. Uh, thank you. No, I don't want to because like they're already always trying to touch my hair. I wasn't trying to explain a bonnet to them. I wasn't trying to explain lotion. Well, that's not or, that's that uh, that's that that doesn't have anything white. to do with, with race. Okay, people are curious. You know. People are curious. Like I'm curious yeah, that I, I literally, that, I literally, he's 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 the type of white that would literally catch on fire in the sun. So true. I don't, you know, I don't. And say, you can be against the sun just like I am. No, <laughs> but rise against you. So you can't say whites. Don't white. say whites. They just were say, white. Now yeah. look at look at eggs and cookie. Them people was white. I don't know why we playing these games. We tip tap towing. What you don't, Gary Allen? What I'm saying to you. What I'm saying to you. Is you cannot say you didn't want to go with somebody because they were white. How about because that person won shit or that she was a bitch or she was a cunt? I take those things better than other than race because I don't want you to say you don't like nobody for the color of their skin. Because no, you might marry white. Well, you might marry a good white man one day. I bet day. you I won't because he white. Do you see how this? You might be racist, daughter. No, nah, it's not such thing as reverse racism, but you tried it today. What? No, what she's saying. Also, is I like wouldn't get I... married anyway because marriage is a you know archaic institution. That's how they oppress you. <laughs> <laughs> go, Chris. You go ahead. Yeah. No, you go, Dion. Maybe you can talk some sense into it. You probably. Can. I understand what Garyana is saying. As for I, I understand both sides. Uh, she didn't like them because of their white culture and them not knowing shit about black people. That bothered her. I get that. Now, I can say that, but you can't say you don't like somebody because they're white. But let me let me just say because you you brought up the bonnet. I have no idea why you wear that, and I've been curious. And I, who you ask, nigga? Who am I gonna ask? Oh, that's why I'm asking. That's it's, it's that's to part of it. Our like hair. if it keeps the grease out the pillowcase. Okay, 
Huh? <laughs> Why do we wear a bonnet, Gary Allen? Why do you wear a bonnet? You don't even wear bonnets. It protects your hair at night. Yeah, that's it. But that's one of those things and where it's like people should learn black culture, but if you're going to be hostile when they ask, I get, but I understand where you're saying, like, I just don't want to fucking talk about I, it all I the time. Think, I, a, think, I, I think she just didn't like people the people. The time I think she didn't like. Exist. I think she did not like the people that she went to school with. Mm. And that's why she feel the way she do about it about people and then about, to me no no about, no because don't play it them people at my school were garbage okay that's what i'm saying and i get along with almost everybody else but let me ask you this no. since we're talking do you feel like all white people are like the people that you was raised with or at your school are people around here yeah because they all went to the same school as me so i'm gonna say yeah all white people around here chris didn't go people. to school with you <laughs> Oh, we talking about Chris? I don't really care. Chris doesn't do anything to me. She, like, I don't feel no way toward Chris. Like, it's just blank. Yeah, she literally does not care about my existence. Like, yeah. there's no hatred. There's no yeah. like. That's how I feel but about I, white people. I just don't care. I don't put, I don't put, they're not like in the back or, or the front of my mind. They just exist and then I exist. I don't think about, oh, will a white person like if I do this? Will a white person get mad if I say this? I just kind of like. Well, I don't think about that either, but I want you to realize that we're all people and you don't i don't want you to judge people by the color of their skins or i don't want you to judge white people about shit that happened 50 I, to 100 years ago did i bring up slavery or anything like no, that no no i'm just no, saying i'm bringing up the white kids i went to school with they were garbage well they, I, I can understand and they were white that, but i don't want you to say and like, you don't care to see them become better than what they are what do you say what do you mean like so you mean for, growth as an individual? Right, because... Oh, yeah, we should all go through growth. Okay, so in order for... But I'm not about to help you grow. That's what I'm saying. Right. So that's you. How, you want them to grow, but you're not going to help them to grow, so how, how can you expect them to ever grow? Oh, if, because... If you're, the because only, if you're the only black person that they're going to come in contact with, because there's only two of y'all, right? Yeah. So, in my whole class? Yeah. There was you and Garrett, right? Oh, no, he was in my class. There were 13... There was me and Rochelle... We mean Probably like cool black people are mixed people. I graduated in have. 02 from Plainfield, and I bet you out of the 1,300 kids, there may have been one or two mixed kids. I don't know if I, uh, there were a lot of Muslims, but no, which. Yeah, mixed so, kids were so the, the, the point, prime example what Dion is saying. The point I'm trying to make is, 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 is it's both sides. You don't want to spend your time educating people who are completely uneducated. You don't want to start at the bottom because you've been living that your whole life. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they're the the whites looking at you as why are you so hostile? It's like because bro, no, no, white be people quiet, no be quiet, let him finish. Be quiet, let him finish. When white people are afraid to ask questions because they don't want to make you feel like you need to explain. They don't want to be the reason for you to be upset. Their ignorance, for lack of a better term, for them to explore their ignorance, they need to ask questions. Yeah. But if when they ask any question we it's met bad. with god damn i don't want to be this nigga that has to explain everything to you all the time like and we I, don't get better that we don't get that, sh- that, that only does that- it just shut them down but it, it it keeps them from being able to grow and that's something that i had to learn Thank how you. to deal with as a black dude who wanted white people to understand what it is like white people need to understand why we're angry and we need to to better do a better job of it's not right. being so angry, angry to where we shut them down. 
Because I think you guys could say at the beginning of this podcast, it's like, I didn't know how to talk about any of this, and I wasn't really, like, I was afraid to, because my reaction had always been, if I tried to to ask questions, there was an anger, and I'm just like, I didn't do anything, I'm just trying to ask, like... yeah. So. No, I'm never like, if you ask me a question, it's not like I'm going to be angry about it. I'm going to answer your question. I just, I, it's not going to be the first thing. I, I'm not, it's not like an episode of Blackish where the first thing I'm going to do is try to educate you on something. I don't care to do that. Because this boy, like, a boy this weekend, he, he, uh, he direct messaged me. He was like, why don't you like it when white people retweet the N-word? And I just gave him a list why. He was like, okay, thank you, cool. I'm not hostile to people. Well, you, it's we, this you whole thing hostile. of, I don't want to, I don't want to answer the question in the first place, but if I got to answer the question, I'm going to answer the, if, if I feel like in, in, in the mood to answer the question, I think you're going to be receptive to an answer, I'll give you an answer. But I'm not going to argue with somebody who, or talk to somebody who I know is not going to be receptive to the answer. It's a good waste of my breath. Very fat. I only got so much breath to live. <laughs> I'm not about to waste my good breath on you if you're not about to take in anything I'm about to say. Yeah, my vibe, my vibe with Garyana has always been like, I, I feel you're unapproachable. Thank you. That, and, that's the air I wanted everybody to feel. And you're very into your world, and you're not looking to, if you, if you wanted to get beyond your world, you'd get beyond your world. You take people, you treat people the way that they treat you. Like, you're nice to me because I'm nice to you. We don't have long, in-depth conversations because I can tell you don't want that. You know, like you're not looking for a new friend, and that's and I don't t- I don't take offense at that. Like you know, it's I think you're very different than Miss Pat in that respect. Yeah, because I'm a very private, very anti-social person to begin with. You just happen to be in my home, and the right. nice thing to do is to talk to people. Right. But me, I don't naturally I don't try to start to. a conversation with people because I'm very much like I don't want to waste your time, and I don't want you to waste my time. I'm just gonna. I'm just be saying, nice. I'm gonna be to kind be, to you, and that's. I all. don't want you to. I don't want you to cut people off because they have a different skin color. I mean, Mama. Now I'm about to be. Look at me. I'm about to be a racist. I have white friends. Um, <laughs> and if you ask any white person I went to school with, they'll say that I'm I lovely. I know you very popular, but I don't very want you, popular. But, you just, but at the beginning uh, of this conversation, me, I won. Thank yeah, you. You, but, you do use white as a pejorative term. You do use it as a term to put people down. I don't take offense to it because, but I do th- see her point of view that, like, at what point do you allow yourself? to grow a little bit and be more respectful because I wouldn't dare like be used black as a pejorative, you know, just because it's diminishing and it's putting somebody down. And so if you want that same with being called black, being black is not diminishing is what I am. But if I used it in the way of like, Oh, that guy's just, he's no, if you use it in a way of say, I didn't want to be, I didn't, I didn't go on the field trip because the blacks was in the room. You, it would be racist. Yeah. It would be. And you said the whites And, and to me sitting here, you know, as a white, tell me how you feel. <laughs> it's it's sort of, it's kind of happening in our group where people are people are making fun of Trump people and conservatives and Republicans in the group in a way that's very rude. And if if somebody it's never in, Chris going with that white boy, it ain't never rude to make fun of the president. Not no, they're not let, making let fun of the Repu- they're making fun of the people. They're bl- like one person posted a meme of all Republicans are Klansmen. That shit is. No, I don't so, like that. that, you that out. 
I, no. I left it up because I wanted to make the comment that it wasn't appreciated in our group because that is just because it is socially acceptable to put Republicans down or to use the term like whites in a pejorative way. It doesn't mean that you should do it, you know, and I think that's what she's saying. Like, I don't appreciate when somebody gets in the group and I'm not a conservative and I'm not a Trump supporter, but don't come in our group and like put all those people down and call them racist because not all those people are racist. Like, I mean, it, I, you can't I, I, have I, I, a dialogue with somebody if you're putting them down at the beginning. And it's, of the it's nothing wrong with people thinking different from you. It's nothing wrong. And that's why I don't understand why in the fuck would somebody be mad at somebody for practicing a different religion, for somebody thinking something different. I'm curious. To, I like conversation with people that's different from me. You see, you, I have a, here's here's the hypocrisy of that statement. This country wasn't designed for what they say it was. That's true. So when white people tell you, uh, you know, we all have this freedom and liberty to express ourselves. That's not no, true. we don't. We don't. And I, and you know, and I'm hoping that when you listen to this podcast, you you beginning to realize that that shit that went on at those state capitals this week with white people with guns and marching and screaming for the mayor. If black people would have did that, they'd have shot every fucking body. So that lets you know right now that we're never going to be equal. We know it's not liberty for all It's liberty literally for white people, white American. Yeah, they get to do shit. Black people can't do and still fighting to do. So you have to you know, we when you when you're thinking about shit like that, you 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 have to be aware that we're not all equal. And I give you an example that just popped in my head. Like I said, I like to buy shit off of marketplace and I like to buy shit. Right. Clearing shit. So I go over and I buy some furniture from this white lady who live in Karma, which is a really rich neighborhood here. Uh, yeah, I think you remember this county and rich, richest county in Indiana. So I pull up and then she's like, I know who you are. And I'm like, uh, OK, fuck. And so she gave me a really good deal on what I was buying and all of it couldn't fit on my truck. So I said, OK, I'm going to send my son back. So literally she said, oh, just tell him to hit this button on the garage door and come on in my garage. And I said, ma'am, you don't understand. I said, do you realize my son is black? I said, do you realize where you live at? I said, ma'am, do you realize that your neighbor will probably come out and shoot my son thinking he's stealing something that I paid for? And the lady literally started crying. I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't even think about that. Well, you don't have to when you're white America. But I have to because I'm black America and we ain't equal and we're not the same. And I don't give a fuck how much you want to say we are, but we're not. So I, I do want to push back on the protest because... When Black Light, when Ferguson happened, that for me was the moment when I started to pay attention mm-hmm. because I, I, I wasn't one of the people that was like, oh, fuck, Black Lives Matter. Like, I was like, all right, something significant is happening here. What's going on? What am I not getting? Because clearly something's not happening. And that's when I started to pay attention to police shootings and just racial injustice in general. I don't feel like the opposite is true of what the reaction towards these protesters. There isn't the same level of trying to understand what they're talking about. Like, why do you guys just dismiss them and say, I'm not willing to listen to what they're talking about? Because, because they're putting other people's lives in jeopardy who, in the long run. And, because and, they want to open totally up who agree. they talking about. Which protesters? It's not the same minute. thing. Because Wait a minute. Which protesters are you talking about? The people up at the statehouse. That's what we're talking about. Okay. Because it's not Just the same general. thing. Yeah. 
black people's lives are in jeopardy and we're trying to get them out of jeopardy when you when you talk about black but lives matter white people white people's lives they want to go outside yeah white people um these white people protesting are white people who are putting people's lives in jeopardy because they want to go outside because they want they want they want low-paid workers to do what they want them to do, which is uh, cut their hair, and so they can go into restaurants they're and stuff. They're fighting and they're for their freedom to be comfortable. Yeah. They're not comfortable right and now, and they don't like that. For Anytime you make a white person uncomfortable, you see the ugly side of this country. Anytime a white person gets uncomfortable, look at when the stock market crashes, look at after Obama got elected, we got Trump. Anytime you make people outside of their comfort zone, what they're used to, What's something different? They always revert back to that person you see at the state house yelling and screaming at police. You aren't allowed to tell me what I can and can't do. Every single time. That's what this country has always been. Do you agree or disagree? George Washington, Thomas Jefferson told the king, you can't tell me what the fuck to do. Period, chief. That's all we are as a country mm-hmm. is that screaming, dude, you're not my dad. You can't tell me what to do. That's all we are. That's all we've ever been. That's all we're ever going to be. Because anytime we try to move past that, the guns come out, what to do. the protesting comes out, the ridiculousness, just the, the pure stupidity of marching to the state house to scream, open up a restaurant to try to save your life. They're and not, save the lives of the, the ridiculous people. thing that a Republican senator came out and said some people need to die so we can get back to making money. How no, fucking that ridiculous. was not the ridiculous when he said grandmamas and grandpas gone. You're gonna die have to for sacrifice for yourself. Yeah, mother. like yeah. what? How can any American sit there and see this and want to vote for that? And you party? can say all you want that that's not the majority of this country, but it that is. the evidence is clearly showing the opposite. And because you have all these Democratic centers where all these Democratic people, the big cities. But what are the small town people? Huge families. They, they're all think the same way. They're not public with it. You may not know who your cousin voted for, but he identifies with that motherfucker. He identifies with that Republican man. He identifies with that person at the state house. He might not be out there protesting, but he's sitting in his house like, yeah, he's got a, he's got the right idea. I don't like being told what to do. And then when black people do it, it's like, oh, Colin Kaepernick, how dare he take a knee? Mm-hmm. It's the exact same thing. The exact same thing. When a black person says this country ain't shit, people get mad. When white Go people back say to your country, when white people say this country ain't shit and you can't tell me what to do, he's a patriot. He's. Like that's and that's where I agree the hypocrisy of it where the people who are at the state house which I agree are being complete morons like the that's a good opportunity in my mind to say to those people and that's something that I've been trying to say to like libertarians that follow me you have to understand that your anger right now you have to understand that discomfort is how a lot of other people feel it's a good time all the time to start a dialogue and I think that if we're dismissive of people, and because the reality is, I know the I know the people who organized the Indiana State House rally, for instance. Ma- the majority of those people that went, those are the loony. They're the Alex Jones people. They they literally don't think it's real. You see the signs from the thing. It's like the virus is fake. 
but their anger is shared by a lot of people about certain things. And it's a good time to say to those people who aren't idiots, who aren't going to these things, like, hey, think about these things. Think about maybe your own hypocrisy about these issues. Where can we all find common ground and start to work together? We lose that ability to have that common ground when we just say, you know, fuck you. You're, it's like... I just don't like dismissing people. I think that it's there's a lot of when I look at Twitter from the left, the reaction towards these protesters is not what are they angry about? Where's the common ground? It's let's make fun of these people, Do you which understand I understand totally why that happens. Explain it. Why? So when a conservative tries to stop you from living your life, whether you're LGBTQ or black, they literally try to stop you from just being who you are based off their religion and their morals. You're just trying to live your life. And they're coming and telling you, you're not like me. I don't like how you do it. It affects my money. And I'm going to stop you from doing that. And your response to me is, is, you can't dismiss that person. No, my very first thought is fuck that guy because he's a piece of shit because all I'm trying to do is be alive and Mm -hmm. live my life. That's Mm -hmm. all I'm trying to do. And you're literally writing laws to make my life harder. Mm -hmm. Go fuck yourself. I have no sympathy for you Mm -hmm. because you started it. I was just trying to live my life. That's all I'm trying to do. That's all we're all trying to do. And you make it harder because I'm not like you. And you can't respect our differences. And then you have the nerve and the audacity to ask me to give you a chance when I just watched you fuck over my ancestors for how many years? I'm not giving you a chance. You haven't earned it. You have done nothing to earn it. You've stolen everything. You haven't earned shit. Free labor. You inherited all the money that that free labor earned. And then you have the audacity to tell me to be nice to you? Go fuck yourself. So in your own words, the people that are protesting want the government off their back. And you just said you want the government off your back. You want this system off your back. And you don't no, think I that you have you common ground? I want white supremacy I want, I, off our backs. Yeah, I want you to recognize that, that I'm different from you, you know, but we can be okay. You know, black people That's don't all. have a problem with the government. We don't have a problem mm-hmm. with the government. We don't have a problem with rules. We don't, we like uh, this, uh, like, and I've told you this many times when shit break out, pandemic, everybody crazy, white people, black people are always cool and calm as a cucumber, as they say. We don't give a fuck about no pandemic because we, we, we always in a fucking pandemic. We always worried the struggle about struggle is always on us. Yes, it's all we to always just be alive. Just and to be alive. Can, can oh, I'm gonna get killed at the store or oh, oh, fucking this. We always got something. Go- we always worried about something. You why? And I, I don't. I hate to turn this racial, but you can. We don't have the same worries. Yeah, because I mean, when the recession totally. happened. Black people have been in recession since the seventies. We've had twenty percent unemployment rates since forever. Our lowest unemployment rate has been in the last 10 years under Obama and then I guess under Trump. Let's not talk about it. But, <laughs> but Give we've Trump had his credit. No, he ain't did nothing. We've had 20% unemployment for years. And then the, the rest of America got to like, what was the highest unemployment rate during the time? 10%? That was nothing. We were already broke. We were already broke. And that's, it's the, it's, and that's what's it's so the panic different. of uncomfortability. That pisses people off. It's like you guys get uncomfortable for three months. Try try being this uncomfortable for 35 years. 
Like, I don't have the time or the patience or the energy or the care to feel sorry for you. Yeah, I don't. Like, you caused this problem because you, you, you didn't listen, because you never listen. And I don't mean you specifically. I know you. But like, yeah. like, what? White America creates its own problems, and then they get mad at everybody else for having to deal with the problem they created. Yeah. It's like... All these Mexicans coming up across the border to get our jobs. Well, well you created they the jobs. the Mexicans. You know, the United States, when I didn't got the Mexicans, do shit American mm-hmm. women yeah. for cheaper labor. Mexicans mm-hmm. just didn't start coming over here in 1980. They're taking our they jobs been, in China. They, you shipped them there. You shipped them there. They've been shipping our jobs to China. They bid, they, they bid, they, uh, Mexicans has been coming to America to take our jobs. Uh, uh, coming Why to America. welfare? You stopped reconstruction. <laughs> you didn't even reconstruct nothing. You you quit. Yeah. You quit. Every, Every problem America has is it's created it's self-created. Itself. And then you get mad at other people. You when try we, to blame it on the black yeah, people. Like, you try to blame it on the Mexican, the gays. My God, you did it to yourself at the end of the day. Period. And I'm gonna and say all this, I'm saying is I'm gonna say this. White men fucked up this country. If you look at the evidence. Do you agree, Chris? That White men were in charge. There's history of it. But <laughs> yeah, so there if were, you're in there charge, were also, you messed it up. But Abraham Lincoln was also a white man. I mean, I yeah, just, I think, I think kind of blank. I don't know why black, white people, why do white people, white America think we so happy about Abraham Fuck Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln, he first was a piece of, all, of shit too. First of all, he took, first of all, he gave us back rights. We were equal. We were supposed to have anyway, just because we were alive. You got, you got the right to not be a slave just because you were human. It's a human right to be free. And you're going to give us back something we were inherently given at and birth? So reason- stop, stop. So that's like if I say, get up, nigga, give me a wallet. And then I give it back to you. That, it was that's already- her finding. <laughs> I, I get that. But my, my point is that. <laughs> give, me think, wallet, think, like, give me a wallet, Give me a wallet. You're gonna, First of all, you got to ask, what was his motivation for doing that? The only reason he did it was to keep the country together. One more time. He didn't give a fuck about us being black and enslaved he gave zero shits about that now you're asking me as a black american to respect that why Mm-mm. why would I you do even, that i don't even like the civil war black people are fighting for freedom that they should have already Put had i don't think i should have had black people should have had to fight in Put the, in the just, civil war if we fought in the revolutionary war Put for our freedom to begin with it's, that's when we should have been free I after just, the revolutionary war here's what i want people to understand why i get so upset is because we do not look at the lowest common denominator like you can feel however the fuck you want to feel but look at the evidence because the evidence doesn't give a shit about your feelings if you don't like being called racist then don't be racist actively fight against racism and you have to understand what the institution of racism has created it has created the white comfort of being ignorant to all the shit that people are telling you we're still dealing with and you have the nerve to say I don't think that's right. And it's created a with permanent zero, underclass. With zero ev- evidence. You, like, you do no research. No. You, you don't investigate any of the problems we've said we've had. I just want to say Dion is not talking to Chris. He's talking in general. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Just the, the person who says, I don't understand racism. Well, what have you done to understand racism? Oh, period, King. What, what have you done? Because if you're expecting do me. Do you understand racism? Yeah. If if you're expecting me yeah. to explain it to you, then you're you're not fighting against. I just told you that I listened to your little Black Lives Matter thing. <laughs> <laughs> what little Black Lives Matter thing? 
I'm, I'm joking. Black, he just yeah. fuck around. He listen no. to Black Lives Matter. No, I think there is a large segment of. I mean, millennials are what is it? Sixty percent multicultural. I think. Multicultural. What does that mean? Multi-ethnic. Or oh, okay. yeah. So like. There's a lot of light skins. That's what you're uh-huh. going to say. So I think the reality is that black unemployment. I, I have no idea. I'm just guessing here. Is that. In general, people want to see a change and they're in positions to make change happen. They want to see women, people of color, have more opportunities and understand that imbalances and want to fix it. Like, I look at it and I go, there is a movement, there is, there is a desire from a majority of this country to make a change. Did you hear what you just said, though? Yeah. What well, you said? Black unemployment. You've already subcategorized me. I'm I'm repeating back what she I just know, said. I, I, but what I'm saying is, is the system has already subcategorized me. They just call them American unemployment. I'm an American. I'm an American. I'm an American. I just so happen to be black. That's it. I'm no different from you other than the fact that my skin color is different from yours. He chocolate. The, uh, the remote control. Yeah, I got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not all things what, are equal. What I'm Dion. saying Why don't you is, re- <laughs> redistribute some dick this way, pal. You, you should talk to your grandfather about that one. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is, is like you got to look at the reason why we separate things the way we do. It's the, the because whole when we talk about women, who are we process? talking about? We're talking about white women. When we talk about men, who are we talking about? We're talking about white our, men. that particular metric. And then everything else is subcategorized. Our baseline that, is white male or white female. No, that woman. particular metric and metrics of that type are a system of measurement by the government to measure across a broad spectrum of things. Mm-hmm. That particular number of black unemployment has been cherry-picked by Donald Trump for a very specific reason. Of course. And it is to deflect from his his deep-seated racism. racism. Yeah. And so it's so I don't want people like and it's easy to look at that and go, I shouldn't be categorized. And you're right. But there is also a broad spectrum of categorization just so we can go, what's changing in society? It's not a, a way to oppress people just because you say... You have what, to understand what, what quote-unquote society is. For the longest time, I wasn't part of society at all. At all. What, 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 what was you? A hound dog? Yeah, when... Mama, we when were, were animals. Not Remember, society? we were three-fifths? We we, yeah, we, we were three-fifths of a human. human. We were considered Nigga, property. That's a dog, baby. Woof, woof. We, I, that was not me in the barnyard. I, I was not the three fifth nigga. Yes, I you were because they treated you like you three fifths. You got put in the ghetto. You eating fat back all your life. And you got a hundred dollars worth of food stamps. You were three fifths. My mama got a lot. And of now you're stamps. five eighths because you're fat. <laughs> She's also the richest person I know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know that many people. You <laughs> goddamn lie. Tom is rich. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Tom's rich. Yeah. Everybody on that show you got, got more money than me. You got yeah. I'm about a fifth. <laughs> My point is, we love each other. I I do. I. He almost said he love you, Chris. Say it. Say it. I respect you so much, so much more for your ability to listen. Yeah. Thank you. You. I brought this shit. You. You learn how to get past the emotional block of what you're hearing does to you. Right. And a lot of people, for whatever reason, can't do that. They get emotional the moment they start hearing pushback from what they're comfortable from. And I applaud you, Miss Pat, for creating that space for him to grow in his comfort you zone. You too, nigga, because you was a little crazy too when I made Pe- <laughs> People in general, they get uncomfortable when they don't... 
they don't agree, but they don't know why they don't agree. They don't have the words. Understanding. Like, yeah, I think. When they don't understand. So. Why, like when people push back to me when they don't understand. Like when you say, like, like if you, like, like rewind this to a year and you'd have walked them house like, why y'all got these rags on your head? We would have been like, nigga, what you mean? Why we got these motherfucking rags on our head? I, would, yeah. I wouldn't have put it that way. <laughs> I would have been more respectful. May I please inquire why you have such do-rags on your head? <laughs> you, Chris, Chris, stop. Do you think this is a do-rag? No, he's no, fucking around. I'm fucking around, Gariana. Chris. My, no. I can't. You know, that's not good jokes. My racism is good joke. My racism is not <laughs> that deep seated. No. Yeah, but I mean, so you, so today you said something like, "Well, I am curious. Why do you have on a bunny?" And we told you. Yeah. And you know, like I think as a, I learned a lot from white culture. You know, like I learned how they work and from dealing with my Dennis and dealing with Chris and people in general, just from shows. And dealing shit. with Chris is what she just said. Yep. I mean, you know, dealing just like <laughs> I've never lived into a white neighborhood before yeah i never this is my first white neighborhood i ever learned i learned a lot about white culture yeah like if if you if i'd have just been riding through here i wouldn't know why a white bitch was laying in her fucking driveway i'd have been right like bitch is your dad but <laughs> you fucking with the lady tanning time yeah she's I, in a fucking driveway tanning so i now when i ride by my neighbor i'm like hey girl get that blackness on and i keep going yeah, there's. I think there's ignorance in general, and people have to accept that they are ignorant. But not all ignorance is negative. Like my ignorance of a bonnet is is a neutral ignorance. It's not, and my asking is not to to put anybody down. It's because I'm genuinely curious about something I don't know or understand. Well, that's those are the questions that we it. as Black America, White America, Mixed America, Chinese, Mexican, we need to start talking. The ignorance that I think that is frustrating is when somebody knows I should have, I, I look at Ferguson or I look at these rallies and I should go, what's the deal here? And you don't because fuck you don't them. Care. Fuck that class. Fuck that fuck class. That, like fuck and I that need group everybody. Cause we got to end this bitch. I need everybody who listening. If you don't do shit, go and Google black wall street. This is the only documentary she ever seen. And it's the, only, Okay. Ain't nobody asking Yes, shit. baby. Because we watched the documentary and I did. We. Thank yeah. you. Period. Black queens. Black kings. You should. You should. Period. You shouldn't. But anyway. Watching it. Black people all, love calling themselves kings and queens. Nigga, ain't that many kingdoms. Not everybody's yeah. a king and queen. Mm-hmm. No. You don't know how many people would be serving you if everybody was a king and queen? I hate that shit. Black king, mm. black queen. Stop that. We don't got to go no. that deep. Yes. Yes. We, we, gotta we have to confidence. put you up because so many people put you down. Yeah. King. King. We know kings don't drive cars with no ties, but you's a king. I got tires and on most, my car. You keep talking about my goddamn tires. Well, you gonna meet them niggas? I guarantee you. Well, we know kings don't drive cars with no side mirror. Most you likely, ain't got them niggas. Nigga, your, your king was fucking. You didn't have a back seat. What you talking about? <laughs> most likely, all of us in this room were slaves in Africa, and that's how we got put on a boat to America. But we gonna act like we weren't something we weren't. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna prop ourselves up. Okay, period. So king, and so so is he a king? He's something. He's a say it, say it.
He's a duke. He's the court jester. <laughs> Please dance for us. <laughs> Entertain me, monkey. <laughs> Do you juggle? I love you, Chris. Like every every <laughs> person. He say he love you. See how far this podcast has come. Dion literally told the first white man ever that he loved him. <laughs> the first white man ever. Yes. You're the first white man he ever said he loved. Yeah. And no, he's not. <laughs> Who else you love? I got a bunch white. of white friends that I love. Not hey. like Chris. <laughs> Not like Chris. No, I think that's that's the core of it is that once Dion and I have talked, you know, De- Dion's a democratic socialist and I'm a an anarchist libertarian and what like am I? Uh, confused. <laughs> and, and you know, when Dion and I talk about what motivates our politics. What motivates my politics? Money. Money. <laughs> Wait, what did she say? What did he say? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now we agree. Look at that at, full at, circle at the core of it, because there's a long conversation in the Patreon for people where, when we, when you get down to it, like Dion and I look at it and like our end goal is to help people, and we care about individuals, and we want people to be better, we want people to be helped. Like we just have different solutions, and at the core of it is not like. It's not. It doesn't have to be a battle. Black and white. It's just like George Bush says. We don't need all this partisan bickering in a time of. Oh, you're gonna quote George Bush in this house? Yeah. Ooh, I love George Bush. He's one of my favorite presidents. Yeah, because you slow like him. You're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so mean. I know, bitch. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Y'all anymore. probably, if you were in the same class, y'all would be in the back giggling together, <laughs> not paying attention. Read in a sixth grade reading. You ain't gonna keep level. on pull, putting me down. I am a very. I'm she one is of the a, You are a queen. She is a queen. Yeah. You are. I'm one of the smartest I have a bitches feeling you Ms. ever. Pat and George Bush will be in the back eating twist and shouts. real. <laughs> Period. They seem you like say what? They so seem you like and George Bush should be in the back. Have you twist and shout? I feel like if you met George Bush, you guys would instantly be friends. First of all, George Bush is filthy rich. Shut the fuck up. First of all, George Bush is filthy rich. Second of all, yeah, I don't care eat, shout, and twist of any motherfucking <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen George Bush and Michelle Obama at any event? They're always yeah. cutting each other, cutting up with each other. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put you. And you could be. It's gonna be Michelle Obama, Miss Pat, you George Bush, the, the weirdest couple in the world. <laughs> Charlie's unangels. I think that like George Bush was hanging out with Ellen and Ellen took so much shit over that. George Bush took shit over it. And he just go, that's exactly what we need to do. And Ellen should be with George Bush because George Bush is less likely to be George Bush if he got to nose an Ellen. He didn't atone for what he did. Mm-hmm. He what? He didn't atone for the mm-hmm. bullshit that he caused. He did George Bush. He never apologized. Sit down, Dion. It's okay. No, I got to get ready to go. My hips yeah. are locking up. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there ain't a lot of meat there to keep it together. <laughs> Leave me alone. Here's the thing, like, when you when you nigga, are you, you are when you say when you, <laughs> I'm oh I'm getting old. Like I don't exercise at all. My shit's fucking bad. Like, it's bad. Did, did something slip? These kids need to put you back together because they know how to do Lego. This is a track right here to a Lego. <laughs> put That's the hot, hot wheels track. Put the hot wheel track down. These are, are children you are <laughs> terrified. She just beat me like one of her kids. Uh, <laughs> well, for, well for, I like George Bush. I like everybody. And I just want you to Donald, go out Donald and have Trump? a come. Donald Trump. <laughs> no, you liked everybody. The whole purpose of this conversation I'm just saying, today. He just need to die shut up. The whole purpose of this conversation today, go out and talk to somebody that don't look and live like you so we can all start having those conversations and we can all grow as a country. But don't do it, it to me. Gariana, come give me a hug. Absolutely not. Do not touch me. <laughs> How are we going to start this? Uh, first of all, there's only four people in this house that I hug. Boom, 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 boom. I don't have I ever hugged you. Think about that. Okay, make it three. All right. Have I, ever hugged I you? gotta close my podcast. Um, 
We want to thank y'all so much, and we love you guys. Start talking. Have those conversations. And if you don't know nobody black, start with Dion. He will answer all your fucking <laughs> questions. Call me up. I'm here. I'm here for you. But we got to start talking as a country so we can start to heal. Ask me the question you would like to ask somebody black so when you're around them, you know what the fuck you're talking about. And if anybody and graduated need- for, with a master's degree, please hit me in my inbox. I need... um recommendations because i don't know anybody let's do because i don't talk to people let's do this if you what's the email again pat down podcast at gmail.com hashtag it i need i have a black question that's i think that's what we ought to do if you have a question about another race or another group of people or something along those lines send us an email you can you check it regularly right yeah Yeah. i will answer it but if it's dumb you don't mm. Copy Chris Spangle at gmail.com on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tag me in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to answer them good because yeah. we, we want to start talking, y'all. We, we need that. We need we need to get to know about each other culture. We need to not feel uncomfortable when, we, when we're around people that don't look like us. Because I used to be scared of white people. I'm no longer scared of you. I know to bring my own season salt and I know how to act when I come around you guys. Be myself and don't eat the. Uh, the the, the, the the chicken salad. The, the whites have sent me here. They've asked you to stop being yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shut the fuck up. And with that, and with, hey, with that, lunch lady Miss Pat is out. This bitch. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.